You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to the greatest podcast in all the land, Hot Tag with your real world's tag team champions, the Beer City Boys. That's right. We're back in action live this week. Hope you all enjoyed our special episodes. Uh, it's been a busy time for, for me. Uh, I'm ready to, to slow down, Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ready to slow down, take a breather, right? Yeah, yeah. But, hey, the weather's starting to get nice, so uh, that's a good thing. It sure is. It sure is. And uh, we forgot to add one more line here. We're coming to you live from our studio separate houses yeah. in Beer City, Wisconsin. That's right. Hey, sometimes you got to do that. That's right. Sometimes we have busy lives and we can't get together and podcast. So we do it over this app, the Anchor <laughs> app, the greatest app in the world. Yeah, check it out. It's free. Um Easy to use. Maddie Ice and I have done uh, 27 episodes now on on the Anchor app. So if you want to start a podcast, you just got to go out and do it. Download this app. That's right. You can podcast about anything. Somebody will listen. Yeah. I mean, heck, we got 10 listeners, possibly, (sighs) potentially, maybe more. Who knows? We got a lot of listens, but uh, just not a big audience. You know, hey, we're getting there. That's all that matters. Getting there. We're uh, we're uh, right up there with Stone Cold Steve Austin now's podcast since he's no longer podcasting. Yeah, he came out and said he's no longer podcasting. So that's a big bummer. I always listen to his podcast. Uh, uh, even some of the uh, the episodes that he had on that weren't wrestling related, they were good. So, well. Maybe they'll make audio versions of Broken Skull Session. Uh, one could hope. Uh, speaking of Broken Skull Sessions, uh, Chris Jericho was on there after uh, Mania. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, I'm going to have to uh, break down and watch that. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about it. So, Yeah, um, I kind of listened to a, a good majority of it. Um, I didn't catch it all, but it was going back... Uh, um, just kind of reviewing over Chris Jericho's years in the business and whatnot. And um, so it was pretty interesting. I'm going to have to go back and uh, actually finish like the, the last half of it. Um, Cause I got about halfway through and then I turned it on like at night one time and then I fell asleep. So missed all of it. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> um, but then also as well, um, Chris Jericho had Austin on his podcast. Nice. Nice. So, I, I haven't listened to that either. Yeah. So basically they were reviewing, um, uh, pretty much his wrestling career in their session. So I okay. thought that was pretty cool. Um, I did start listening to that one, but I didn't get all the way through. So I got about okay. halfway through on that one too as well. Yeah, I'll have um, to check check that one out too. But also on A and E, 
on Sundays now is they're doing um, biographies. So this past weekend was actually Stone Cold's biography. Okay. And that was very interesting. Um, It started off like um, back when he was younger and whatnot. So um, back when he was in like school and his, his like first love for the business and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about when he was in college, him and a couple of his college buddies would go and throw beers at the wrestlers or whatever, um, just have a good time. Um, and then uh, his buddies were like, yeah, you got, you should probably get into that. And so that's when uh, he saw the commercial for um, – oh, man – what is his name? Oh, drawing a blank. You probably don't remember his name either. No, I the don't. The guy I... that brought Stone Cold into business. He had matches with him. Oh, that's bothering me. I'm going to have to look that up and get back to you guys in a second here. So, But, uh, yeah, he um, talked about uh, seeing his commercial and then went down there and um, – hopped in the ring and whatnot and they knew he was going to be something as soon as he stepped foot in that building. Like all the rest of the guys were just nothings. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So. Yeah, that sounds pretty good though. But when I look up this name here real quick, um, I'm going to punch myself in the face because, um, I know this name. Yeah, you just have a... I'm telling you. Everybody listening. Maddie Ice sometimes forgets things, and it's all right. But we've already got the game plan, and what we're going to do, we're going to buy him a couple bottles of Ginkgo Biloba, and by this winter, he'll remember everything, and we'll be okay. So... If you guys have memory problems, too, just go out and get you some Ginkgo Biloba. I'm going to try some today. <laughs> um, Chris Adams, gentleman. Chris Adams broke him into the business. He so, was in Mid-South. Correct. He was running with uh, the Von Erics for a while and whatnot. So, yeah. Um. Austin trained for like two months or something like that and was like, all right, when I'm, when am I ready to work? Hmm. And I just threw him in the ring. <laughs> so, but, um, it, he was a really good, good, uh, wrestler. Stone Cold? Good, yeah. Good technical wrestler. He was kind of like a Bret Hart. Yeah. He was good. He um, was really, really good on the mic too. Yeah, super good on the mic. And it's a shame when WWE brought him in that, like, they didn't use him for the mic skills. They just had Ted DiBiase with him being the mic piece. And then uh, right after that um, um, that podcast, or not the podcast, but uh, right ring, King uh, of the Ring. King of the Ring, yeah. Yeah, he cut that promo on Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake, uh, he was in the big, biblical uh, terms or whatever back then. And then uh, 
He was just like, well, I got one for you. The rest is history. That's right. <clears throat> so. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, what you, uh, did you watch Raw this week, Matty Ice? What was I doing on Monday? Um, I did watch a little bit of Raw, yeah, actually. Um, uh, I don't think anything really too exciting is going on. Okay. Um, Bobby Lashley is still the champ, of course. Yep. Um, but the Fiend is gone. No more Fiend? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they pretty much killed him off. Um, so there's been, there's been spe- some uh, speculation that the Fiend is permanently gone and Alexa Bliss is kind of taking over that dark entity. Okay, so she's still doing her thing? She's still doing her thing. And it seems like um, she's gotten like more darker as, um, as after WrestleMania. Because she okay. was talking about, like, being a kid. She cut a promo on, like, being a kid and, like, pushing somebody off of something. And when the teacher was like, oh, that was wrong. and Why did you do that? And then she was just like, whatever made me do it. <laughs> her doll or whatever, her new friend. So. Hmm. Okay. That's kind of weird, but all right. Yeah, so it that that uh, is taking like a turn for, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I would like to say worst, but then again, it's kind of drawing you into her. Right. So yeah. I don't know. I always liked Alexa Bliss as a heel. Hmm. Um, she plays that heel character really well because she looks like somebody you you went to high school with obviously she's not that old but as as old as me <laughs> she's not she's not as old as me <laughs> yeah but she looks like a chick that you went to high school with and she was like the popular girl on the cheer squad you know all the guy all the football players basketball players whatever all the jocks like were hitting on her and stuff like that and she was just always the the stuck up one so that's that's the persona that I get from Alexa Bliss. But, I mean, realistically, she's not like that. So, she's actually a pretty down-to-earth, cool person. So, But anyways, mm-hmm. so yeah, that that was basically the gist I got out of Raw. Um, obviously, Randy Orton beat the Fiends, so who knows where Randy Orton goes from there. Don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, I don't know how many years he really has left, but I would be okay if Randy Orton just kind of stayed in the role that he's in and has a little, like, feuds here and there with different guys, um, even some younger guys to try to elevate them up. I just feel like that's the kind of stage Randy Orton's in in his career. I don't want to see him hold any major titles or really any titles at all unless it's like they pair him with a young guy as a tag team and 
kind of tries to elevate that young guy. Um, Because, to be honest with you, I mean, what, Randy Orton's at least 40 years old. Yeah, he's he's 40-something, yeah. So, I just don't think he... I think there's other guys in that company that are elevated enough to hold the title over him. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out there that could hold well the the titles. So it's just they have too much. They have too much t- uh, great talent on the roster, and like they just don't know what to do with them all. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Well, and it doesn't help either that. Um, they got all those riders, and those riders are riding for McMahon because he's head of creation. And because he's head of creation, those riders are riding for whatever he thinks is good, not what the fans think is good. And I think that's wrong. But, you know, that's the way Vince is, so there's no changing him. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of good things in the past, but. You know, I think he's kind of stuck in the past a little bit, so. Yep. Well, so so speaking of uh, uh, Broken Skull Sessions, do you find that that was like um, an interesting thing about Chris Jericho being on that since it is a WWE product? You know, I do and I don't. Like, I, I find it really cool because um, I really enjoy Jericho, not only as a wrestler, but I really enjoy his podcast. Even his non-wrestling episodes are usually pretty good and interesting. Um, but part of me thinks that Jericho and Stone Cold just said, the hell with it, we're going to do it anyways. Because I don't know how much McMahon has control over the Broken Skull stuff. Well, uh, I, um. Not to cut you off, but like, um, Austin did get permission from McMahon to have Jericho on the show. Okay, he went. He went through uh, McMahon first. Okay, because I heard it on a heard it on Jericho's podcast or something, or maybe it was Broken Skull Sessions. I'm not sure. Okay, but uh, basically, they were. Um, Stone Cold and Jericho, when they talk to each other, they talk for hours on end, kind of like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they were just like up one night or whatever, and we're like, oh, well, how about um, I get you on the Broken Skull Sessions? And then Jericho was like, you think Vince would be all right with that? And then Austin texted him, and he was like, yeah, that's fine. And then he's like, are you sure it's... Chris Jericho, he's in AW now, and he's like, "Yeah, I think it's great." <laughs> so, Papa Vince gave us a blessing. So, well, and when you say that too, I think he said yes just because it's Jericho. Like, yeah. I I think if Austin would have said, "Oh, I want to bring Cody Rhodes on," or "I want to bring the Bucks on," or Kenny Omega, I think Vince would have said no. 
yeah. the way that I've heard Jericho kind of talk about um, when he was in the WWE or about Vince or whatever, it seems like the him and Vince were kind of, I don't want to say buddies, but, you know, they were a little bit more close than Vince was with, you know, some of the other guys. Um, and I think Vince really respects uh, Chris Jericho. So I think if it was anybody else from AEW, Vince would have said, had a hard no. But because it yeah. was Jericho, he was cool with it. You're probably right on the money there. Um, so, and people are talking a lot about this forbidden door now being kind of broken, open-ish sort of thing. Um, so your take on that would probably be it's not really in the forbidden door hasn't been like slightly opened, right? Yeah. I mean, For WWE side? I, cause I had read an article that, uh, it seemed like that triple H was cool with the, with the door being open and Cody Rhodes had kind of said something along the lines about he'd be willing to work with WWE. But I I think as long as Vince is still running the show, that he won't necessarily want to work with an AEW. Um, he sees him as competition. Now, I know he had Jericho on there and stuff. I think that's a little different. Um, mm -hmm. but like, I, and I know he had a, a, a working relationship with New Japan there for a while. Um, I think him and Antonio Inoki are pretty close. Um, but I don't know if Vince really wants to do that. I mean, the way that they portray guys on the WWE, they never talk about where they've been. They never talk about what they did in the past, what promotions they were in or anything like that. And if they leave they don't talk about them oh they went to blah 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 or whatnot they that it's like its own world and nothing else matters so i just don't see them changing that model anytime soon even though i think it could be interesting and they could have a lot of interesting matches with people outside the company but i just don't really see that happening yeah. <clears throat> so so for them, I think the door is just cracked and they're letting a little bit in, but it's pretty filtered. So it's like there's a man, a bouncer at the door too. So it's yeah. cracked where people can look in, but there's a bouncer there keeping everybody else out. So I think only time will tell um, what they do. And they may have to just say the heck with it. We're going to let people in and out and do this and do that because AEW is doing it and it's only a matter of time before they're connected with all the other promotions we've been talking about the last three months that we want to see. So, yeah. So if WWE would break down and open up their door to an organization, who do you think they would open it up to? Um, I think they would either do, there's two thoughts in my head. <clears throat> I think they'd either do um, either New Japan again or All Japan 
because I feel like that Vince doesn't really see them as direct competition. Mm-hmm. They're competition on the sense of um, being in the states. Yeah, they're yeah they're not in the states. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and um, I think there'd have to be a, a good money deal involved for Vince to want to do that, like he did in the '80s with. You know, sending Hogan and all those guys over there to do that. Sure. Um, but state-wise, I mean, I think it would have to be maybe a smaller promotion, and they'd be like a like a minor league system. You know, somebody like MLW or, you know, I know OVW used to be connected with them for a little bit, mm-hmm. or, or even you know. Um, I can't think of any right now at the top of my head, but you know some other smaller promotions. Um, that way, they could be kind of like their ticket to bring people into the performance center. You know that promotion signing, you know indie guys and bringing indie guys through and stuff, and then they've got like a recruiter, like, oh, you're really good, and let's bring you to the performance center kind of thing. Because um, I know the the network. Well, it's on Peacock now, but I know when it was by itself, they were having um, some some smaller indie promotions from like Germany on there, and I mean they bought up Evolve and stuff, so um, they were showing Evolve episodes on there and whatnot. So I mean, they're like right there on the cusp. I just I think it's just going to take a little persuading, or maybe if if Triple H. Um, takes over when Vince is ready to be done. Um, I think Triple H has a lot of good ideas. I've, you know, we've seen what he can do with NXT. He pretty much has the full reins there. Him and Shawn Michaels and William Regal pretty much run the show between NXT and NXT UK. So, I mean, I think they're right there. I think it just needs that little nudge forward. And, and I think they do do some more with outside promotions. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's probably right on the money there. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, I'm glad that uh, I hit it right on the head. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, continuing with WWE, uh, Friday Night SmackDown was on last night. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw um, Apollo Cruz beat uh, Kevin Owens and kept the title. Yeah, unfortunately. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that. I I'm digging Apollo Cruz's uh, heel gimmick. I I I don't. No, you don't like it. No, I don't. I don't like his accent. I don't like that. I, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I I just don't find it appealing to me. Well, I mean, it's a it's a good heel gimmick for him. I mean, it's it's got him a championship and it's holding the championship. So I mean. Applause him for that, at least. So he's taking this gimmick and running with it. I mean, it it, it is good. I just don't. I just don't like his accent. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying, but it's something different. I don't think it's. I mean, I'm sure it's been done with the prince because he's like a a He's saying he's a prince, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's been done before, but. It's a little bit different of a swing. Um, and I think Apollo Cruz is really athletic, and they haven't really used him 
So that guy was is super athletic. Like back when he was on the indie scene before he got signed for NXT, like he was like something big. Like he, I mean, just his athleticism. Um, the guy's doing like musas from the ground, like standing musas. So, I mean, super athletic. So. Yeah, well, I'm just glad that they're finally using him. So, yeah, it's just a shame, shame that uh, he had to beat Kevin Owens yesterday. Yeah, I know you're a big KO mark, so yeah, certainly am. <sighs> I enjoyed him in ROH, and I enjoyed him in NXT for his short, short-lived uh, career in NXT, and then, uh, uh, especially in WWE. On the main roster, I thought, I thought for what he's been given, um, he's been doing a really good job. I mean, he had that feud with McMahon where he headbutted McMahon, um, kind of like an Austin uh, relapse almost. Um, he had a couple fights with Shane. He had the thing with Jericho that was great. So. And he's yeah. the second Universal Champion. Yeah, he's he's done very well for himself, that's for sure. Yep. Um, anything else big happen on uh, SmackDown last night? Um, well, uh, Bailey and Bailey's going to go after um, the EST of SmackDown. Okay. Bianca Belair. So she's setting her sights on there. Um, don't really know what happened to Sasha. Sasha hasn't been on, so. Um, well, your, little... your, your dad's little insider tip that he gave us the other week, um, yeah. about Sasha maybe, uh, calling it quits in WWE, that might be true. Hey, I don't know how he has the insight, but he has the insight because I remember in the past when I was a, a younger kid, he would always say, Oh, I knew they were going to lose. And I'm like, how would you know? You you don't know. You don't work there. And he's like, well, they're leaving. And then they would be gone. So hmm. he must have some kind of connection in the wrestling world that I don't know about. And we may have to get him on the podcast. I think so. I think we're he's going to have to give us his insight. Or maybe you can just sit down with him next time and uh, do a little interview session with him and and then we can upload it for the fans to listen to. Yeah, I'll have to see if he's down for that. He may say no because he doesn't want to give his secrets away. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to give all of his secrets away <laughs> or any of his secrets. He could just talk wrestling with you. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe I can do that with my dad too. He might be down. We'll have to see. I'll, uh, yeah. I'm not going to – I won't see them till like June or July, but – um, yeah, I'll have to ask him or something, so we'll see going forward. Yeah, well, my dad's going to be in town next weekend. Maybe I can uh, record a little bit on the podcast and uh, save an episode with my dad. So. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, uh, any, anything else? But a uh, big uh, storyline coming off of uh, wrestling last night, right before it turned off, is that um, – Daniel Bryant was pushing Cesaro to get a world title shot. Nice. Okay. Well, they ended up 
Cesaro ended up spinning Jay Uso probably like fifty times. I don't know how many times he spun him around, but like they kept on was like, Jay comes out and saves you, Roman. You're scared. You're nothing. You're scared. Come out and help your cousin. He's just gonna keep getting spun around and blah blah blah. And then finally, <clears throat> um, Roman did come out and then was talking about um, those guys. And then his direction went towards Daniel Bryan. It was like, I don't like you. I never liked you. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I want you gone. I don't want to see your face no more. He's like, we're going to have a match. And if you lose, you're gone. Hmm. So, um, my thought process is that he's probably going to be gone, right? Because I think his contract's coming up. Okay. Right? Is I his contract so. coming up? Is that what, did it say in that little article I sent you? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember either. That's uh, why I was kind of hoping that you would have uh, remembered. Yeah, I mean, well, I need to have some Ginkgo by Loba too. We'll just... And we might have to change the, the podcast name. Instead of the Beer City Boys, we're going to be the Giggle by Loba guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, that might have to happen because we are two forgetful guys that just blab. But <laughs> to, to fill all you listeners out there in the land, we'll fill you in. Um, a couple weeks ago, I found an article about um, – it was a breakdown of uh, – some big stars in WWE, their contracts and whatnot. Um, and it was a, when they expired or hereabouts when they expired. Um, there's a little leeway with um, signing dates and, and extensions because of injury and stuff. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know if I remember off the top of my head whether or not um yeah who was signed and and who wasn't uh so yeah i can pull it up real quick though okay um i got um, it. i got uh, it so you got it yeah so yeah daniel bryan uh says that his contract expires in september of this year hmm so, um, so what would they be doing with him for the last couple months of his contract? Now, are they saying he's gone, gone, or are they saying that he's just leaving? Sm- he could be leaving SmackDown. He could be leaving SmackDown. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's interesting. That's interesting. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, Definitely going to have to see what happens out of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, definitely keep keeping things on track of that nature. Um, WWE released a lot of uh, people. They did. Um, they released Peyton Royce. Yeah. Are you, are you sad? Are you going to be okay? I'm not going to be okay. I, mm-hmm. 
I've been losing sleep over that. Um, I just hope that she's going to go to, like, AEW where um, Sean Spears is and maybe have a feud with the Bunny. You know, I think that would be an excellent feud. Yeah, I would record that and just watch that 24-7. That would be... I think that would be a great feud. Um, Yeah, especially because, I mean, I know we've talked on the podcast previous weeks that AEW's women have just started soaring. They are just exceeding everything between Britt Baker and Sheeta and all those women. But if they got Peyton Royce, I think that would help them tremendously too. She's great. Yeah. Um, Mickey James, I could see her hooking up with... Um, the NWA. NWA and running with uh, her husband there. Nick Aldis. I, I think that would be cool too because um, he's got Camille as his like quote-unquote bodyguard. Yeah. But if Mickey James came in, they could do like a storyline where Mickey James is like, back up, this is my man. Even yeah. though, like, in storyline, Camille and Nick Aldis aren't really, like, a love connection. But just right. because Camille's so so close to Nick, I could see that happening. I think that would be an interesting story. Yeah, that would be. That would be. Um, so, also in that, that uh, release program that they had, um, uh, Small Joe got released. He did. He did. Um, that's that's kind of a shock to me. Well, yeah, especially since they had him on commentary for uh, Mania. Yeah, and I thought he was doing a lot of interesting, good stuff. Um, I enjoyed his commentary. Thought he was doing a good job. I don't know why they would release him. And then that new Yahoo that they brought in, I don't even know his name, and I don't really care to know his name. I think that guy's a joke. I don't know how many times he boshed. Um. Uh, on his first episode of Raw, I mean, he was calling people wrong names and whatnot, and just trash. So I know it's his first time, but jeez, man, like that was horrible. Jeez. Um, um. But Pat McAfee was on last night's SmackDown as a oh, as a commentator. So interesting. He's back. Doing another stint in WWE, maybe possibly. Interesting. Um, maybe, maybe he's gonna have a feud with Bad Bunny. That would actually, I that would be good. I was shocked by both of those two wrestling. Pat McAfee is extremely athletic. I know he is a professional athlete, but he shocked me how good he was in the ring. And Bad Bunny shocked me at Mania too, because he did most of that match. And, he sure did. Um, Damian Priest let him wrestle, and I was shocked. That was I. I've been shocked by this year's celebrity matches. I think Shaq did a great job. I think Pat McAfee did a great job, and I think Bad Bunny did a great job. I'm, and I also had to take my hats off to Cody for making sure Shaq was okay from that fall. Um, yeah, Cody I protected have, him really well. I have to applaud Adam Cole for that match with Pat McAfee. And I also have to applaud The Miz and Morrison for helping Bad Bunny shine so much, too. Yeah, they really put Bad Bunny over, that's for sure. And Bad Bunny put in the work. 
he trained for three months working with um, Adam Pierce, former NWA champion. You might see him on SmackDown and Raw <laughs> as a WWE official. But, um, uh, and then uh, I forgot who else trained him. Um, but kudos to those guys. Um, I did give Adam Pierce a shout out and uh, said that uh, uh, Bad Bunny, he, they did a really good job with Bad Bunny preparing him, that he looked really good. So, um, but uh, the Miz actually had really good things to say about Bad Bunny. Off, off the record. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, somebody from TMZ caught him outside the airport or something like that, an airport, and was like, he's like, well, what did you think of Bad Bunny? He's like, you know what? The guy put in work, and he just dedicated that three months of training just to being the best he could be. So, and uh, he then they were like, well, you think Bad Bunny has a career in this? And he's like, well, the guy's a musician, and... He's booked up for concerts, so I don't see that happening anytime soon. But if he wanted to come back and wrestle, he's like, I'd definitely wrestle him again. Nice. So. Nice. Um, to finish off the releases, um, the WWE also released uh, Billy Kay, so Peyton Royce's tag team partner. Yep. They released uh, Chelsea Green. Who is um, Matt Cardona's wife? So she might be going to Impact. Um, they got they released uh, one third of Lucha House Party, Kalisto. Um, yep. They released Tucker, so no more Tucker with uh, Otis. That's sad. Yep. I don't know why they broke them up at all. Yeah, well, I mean, Otis is running with uh, Gable now, so. <sighs> I don't. I still think Heavy Machinery was so good at NXT. They I think were so they were too. They were so good. Well, the same with the Vi- the Viking Raiders. They were so good in NXT, and now I don't even know if they're even on WWE anymore. They just made a comeback, actually. Oh, really? Okay. The night after Mania, okay. came in and did a squash match. And guess what? They're probably going to be short lived again. Probably. Those two have too much talent. Too much talent. They were talented in ROH. They need to, as soon as their contracts are up, they need to jump ship to AEW where they're actually going to be used as a tag team. Yeah. You're right. They're too good. Or go back to uh, ROH, ROH or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, finally, the last release that I have that I saw, um, they released Wesley Blake. And I don't know if you know who Wesley Blake is, but. Yeah, he used to be taking partners with your boy. Yeah, with my boy, Buddy Murphy, Best Kept Secret. That's right. Um, and he was also part of uh, the Forgotten Sons, so um, he is officially forgotten by, by the WWE. So, um, so yeah, um, we wish all these guys uh, and girls best, best of, luck of luck going forward, and uh, hopefully... They can show they're extremely talented elsewhere where the WWE um, is not going to use them. But, hey, maybe that was for the best for all these people. They weren't getting used, and 
maybe now they'll they'll exceed. That's right. Everything happens for a reason. That's so, right. <clears throat> That's right. Um, now, um, I'm kind of hungry. You want to have a pizza? Yeah, uh, I think I could go for some more pile driver pizza. What about you? Uh, that's what I was thinking. Let's uh, order us in some pile driver pizza, huh? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah, shout out to our sponsor, Pile Driver Pizza, keeping the lights on for the podcast. That's right. So, uh, go I guess get we'll, you a slice. Yeah, I guess we'll pause real quick and uh, come back after that slice. All right. Pizza. It's the greatest. It sure is. Hi, I'm I, so glad that you turned me out of pile driver pizza. I don't want to live without it. What uh what what kind did you have? Um uh, sausage pepperoni. Classic. That's right. I had and the only reason I had this one is because it's the only one we had left. And my wife's going to be extremely mad at me that I ate her piece. I had the four cheese pile driver pizza. Oh, four cheese. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Did it you, was it was delicious. Did you uh put some uh crushed red pepper flakes on it? Not this time, but I did use your um a little in- inspiration from you. And I got some hot sauce to put on it. You got some hot sauce. All right. Well, so, I love my hot sauce and my pizza. Yeah. Yeah, you're like the, the first person I have seen put hot sauce on the pizza. Really? It's delicious and nutritious. <laughs> Kicks it up another notch. <laughs> so, what did you think of Dynamite this week? You know, I didn't really catch a whole lot of dynamite. I ended up working really late on Wednesday. Um, so I caught like the last half of dynamite. Um, I saw that Chris Jericho put a big promo out um, against or to the, uh, uh, the pinnacle and was talking about um, destroying them in blood and guts. So, um, and Chris Jericho was actually talking about that on the podcast with Stone Cold and about the blood and guts and it's a war games kind of simulation match type thing. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that's really good and hopefully they do it right. Hopefully they get the two rings, steel cage with the top on it. Just like we want to see. Yes, for sure. I don't want to see anybody jumping off the top of the cage. I want to see confinement. I want to see just total confinement. Like, no weapons, just guys in the ring going at it. So. Yes, I agree 100%. So, So, I I, I didn't catch the whole promo on it, but uh, from what I saw, it was kind of like the last promo that Jericho cut on him. Okay. Um, so yeah. he was like fired up and amped up and he was just doing all the talking. So um, I don't have to watch it. I just kind of feel. Um, I, I felt it uh, 
when I saw his face and whatnot that he put all the emotion and frustrations or whatever into it. So, right, um, right. So yeah, that's how you um, know it's genuine. That's right. That's right. When Jericho's face turns purple, it's genuine. So, what do you think about um, them now? I mean, finally, I mean, how many times has Darby Allen actually defended the title in his reign? He uh, he uh, wrestled Jungle Boy this week, uh, and obviously he came out on top. Um, pretty good match. Um, what what do you think about that? If if you saw it, oh, I did see it. Um, yeah, that was a great match. Um, both those guys just put on a show. And uh, Sting and uh, um, uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus got in on that too. And then uh, who was it? Matt, was it Matt Hardy's goons? Who was, who was feuding with Jungle Boy? Or um. Or was it Tag? Oh, no, no. Uh, I think it was Matt Hardy's guys. Uh, T. No, it was, yeah, it was um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yes. Because they're, yes. they're, they're together now. Yes, that's right. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Um, yeah, um, they came out and jumped Jungle Boy and um, uh, uh, Darby Allen. Sorry, no, it's all right. That by uh, the what am I taking again? Got to take. <laughs> yeah, see, you're forgetting to take it. <laughs> I'm forgetting to take it. I'm forgetting what I'm supposed to take. Yeah. Ginkgo biloba. Ginkgo Biloba. Yeah. yeah sh- so shout out to our friend Kevin for turning us on to that and right. getting us getting us uh, hooked on that. That's right. Um, but yeah, so those guys came out, uh, jumped those guys after the match, and then uh, the Murder Hawk Monster actually came out for the save. Save so both. Is he a heel or is he a baby face now? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Ever since um, he came out and interrupted Sting for that last time, and Sting was like, yeah, you should be main event guy. I see you being a main event guy. Jake, you need to coach him. He's been, like, helping out Sting and Darby Allen. Hmm. So, so there was no, no, no Jake this week? Um, Jake was there. I think Jake was like standing in the shadows. But was he? Was Jake ever a babyface, or he was always a heel? Um, he was a heel, but um, I think at one point in time he was kind of like a babyface, you could say. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But most of the stuff was like a heel kind of gimmick. 
Um, most of it was, it, I guess you could say he was kind of like a Stone Cold before Stone Cold. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, that in-betweener to where you could be a heel and be a good guy. You know, I'm kind of interested to see if Lance Archer can cut pretty good promos without Jake being there. Because I feel like that's kind of why they put Jake with um, Lance Archer, because um, I don't know if he's got the promo skills. Yeah, I don't know either, but, um, well, I mean, when he was interrupting Sting, I mean, he was on the mic too, so. Um, I mean, all Jake would come out and say something, and then he'd, like, take over. So, um, I think he's probably getting better. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. But, uh, Hangman and, um, uh, um, uh, who did he wrestle now? Oh, jeez. Oh. Um, he wrestled, um, um, uh, absolute Ricky Starks. Yes, absolute Ricky Starks. That's right. Um, so that was a good match, I thought. I yeah. did catch some of that. I did, get, did catch that, I think. I think Ricky Starks is like right there. He's yeah. good in the ring, and he's excellent on the mic. He's got a look, too. Oh, yeah, he's just got that. Like, you look at him, you're like, this guy. This guy's going to be something. Yeah, like, you look at MJF and you don't see that, like, you look at Ricky Starks and you're like, man, that guy has it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we're still doing this podcast 15, 20 years from now, we're going to be talking about Ricky Starks being a champion. Yeah. And being, like, the guy. I mean, he really, I know people have said this before, but he reminds me of The Rock. Yep. Like a young Rock. Yep. Clothes, the look, everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. So, um, so continuing with, uh, with AEW2 and Ricky Starks is that um, Powerhouse Hobbs had a match against Christian. Yes. And Christian beat Hobbs, and Ricky Starks came out and uh, eyeballed Christian. So you think they're going to wrestle next week? So they might have a little something going on there. Because so... um, I saw next week that Hangman was going to wrestle um, the machine, Brian Cage. Yeah. That might be interesting. So if Hangman's been wrestling Taz's guys and Christian's been wrestling Taz's guys, does that mean that Hangman might be with Christian even though they've been teasing him with the Dark Order? Possible. Because, like, they haven't really said much about Hangman being with the Dark Order lately. Right, he just runs around with the Dark Order. The, run- the Dark Order runs around with him. Yeah, because he's so... They're like, oh, you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I don't know. Hmm. But, definitely, if that match happens between... Ricky Starks and Christian Cage, 
that's going to be like absolute fire. I think. I, I think it'll be a good match. I think they're going to pull some stuff out. I I really think they're going to do a great job putting that match together. And um, I'd like to see Ricky Starks get a win over Christian Cage. Oh man, that would be huge. That would be so huge for for uh, absolute Ricky Starks just to like come out on top with a victory. But I don't know if they're ready to do that yet. You know? Yeah. I don't know if they're ready to to let Christian take a loss. I'm not sure. But it would be great. It would be great for, for Ricky Starks to get the win. Um, and just kind of elevate his career. So... Yeah, because I know a lot of fans probably don't want to see this, but I think you're right with Christian not taking a loss because I think they're going to build him up for the next pay-per-view that AEW has, and I think he's going to challenge Kenny Omega. And so if that's the case, Christian has to just go on this crazy winning streak because the next pay-per-view they're going to have is going to be I don't know if they've announced it, but just off of the past year, I think it was in like June or July, I think they did um, all in or all out. Excuse me. Um, I think that's in either June or July. So So is Blood and Guts going to be pay-per-view or is that just? I think it's just going to be a Dynamite episode. A Dynamite special? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it'll just be like a main event one night. So, um, which kind of stinks, but it seems like TNT's been pretty lax on uh, blood and 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 stuff like that. So um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be really good. Yeah, and and I kind of like that they're doing that too because um, I know we've kind of touched base on a little bit on the podcast previously, but. Um, it's hard for me to justify spending uh, money on a pay-per-view when there's not really any fans. Um, I know Daly's Place has been letting, um, like, what well, they've they've been getting like 500 people a show there or whatnot, but that's still not the same thing as turning on a pay-per-view and seeing a sold-out arena, you know. Right. WrestleMania looks pretty pretty good. Yeah, I was I was shocked by how many people that were at WrestleMania. So yeah, yeah, that had been awesome for those guys performing in that that stadium both nights. Yeah, they had to have so, had had chills going down to the ring hearing all those people. So yeah, the actual crowd cheering and whatnot. So did you see um, the Trent and Penta match? Um, I think I caught a little bit of it, but I didn't know, I don't know who won offhand. So, um, Pinta won, um, and it seems like that they're doing that feud now. It's like best friends against, uh, Death Triangle. Okay. Because I think, don't, don't quote me on it, but I think Pac is kind of, uh, injured right now. 
Okay. I think he's got like a, I don't know, I don't think it's like serious. I think it's just like a little nagging injury that's kind of keeping him out of the, out of the ring because um, Pac and Ray Phoenix are supposed to wrestle the Bucks for the title. Okay. That will be a pretty decent match there, I think. Uh, the Bucks and yeah, and those guys. Yeah. Um, I'm not like a huge fan of Pack, but um, big fan of Ray Phoenix. That's for sure. Yeah, he's solid performer. So, so yeah, and then um. Your girl lost, Ty Conte. Oh, yeah, that's right. I missed that. I fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, Ty Conte. They're big on uh, Sheeta. I've been expecting her to drop the title several times, and she hasn't. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think they're just going to run with Sheeta. They might. They might run run around for a little while. So, uh, one thing that I forgot to add from uh, earlier before, too, is that um, uh, Charlotte Flair is back on Raw and is going to be feuding with Rhea Ripley. I think that'll be good. And getting back your title. So, that will be definitely interesting. Um as we already know, that Charlotte challenged Rhea for the NXT title and took it from her. So maybe Rhea fights Charlotte and retains this time around. Yeah. Um, so that might be interesting. Well, and it's nice that they have, um, they've got, like, um, what do I want to say? Um, they're, like, building from the past. They've already kind of wrestled and got, like, a little like uh, building, you know, stuff to build off of. Right. So, yeah, I think that'll be good going forward. Um, I'm shocked to see Charlotte on there. I would have figured after Andrade got released that they would uh, not want to use her anymore. I think it's because of Flair. Yeah, maybe. Also, did you see Alistair Black is back? Yes, I did. Uh, Forgot all about that. Yeah, he's back, which I'm so, surprised he's still in WWE after Selena Vega got released. Yes, true, very true. Which I'm waiting to see Selena Vega pop up in AEW. So I'm sure it's probably just a matter of time because I think she got released like months ago. Yeah, her her no compete clauses. For sure, up. She got released in like November or something. Yeah. So it's up by now. Yeah, we'd have to wait and see what comes about that. So, but um, as we uh, start to wind down, um, Matty Ice, let's hit on the uh, the uh, a or the Impact pay per view that is tomorrow night. Rebellion. Tomorrow night, Rebellion. 7 o'clock bell time? (laughs) Maybe? Uh, Central. 7 Central, correct. 7 Central bell time. Uh, 
So uh, <laughs> I'll run. I'll run through the card, and then uh, then we can discuss on a couple matches. Okay. So Sounds it's good. uh, Sammy Callahan versus Trey Michael in a last man standing match. Trey Michael, if you don't know, it used to be part of uh, the boys that are in MSK now in WWE. Okay. Um, All right, then, I'm going to go with Sammy Callahan on that one. Oh, yeah, probably. Then we have VBD, which is um, Eric Young's group, versus um, James Storm, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, and Willie Mack. And then we have, um, for the X Division title, we have TJP, the champion Ace Austin, and Josh Alexander, who used to be with um, Ethan Page in the North. Um, After that, we got uh, Impact Women's Tag Titles, which is uh, Fire and Flava, which is um, Brooke or... Uh, that Hogan girl, Kara Hogan or whatever, and mm-hmm. whoever she's teamed with, I'm not for sure. And it's against uh, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellerling. Um, Paul Ellerling's uh, daughter? I don't know. I don't know. Precious Paul Ellerling. Um, after that, we got Brian Myers against Matt Cardona, which should be a good match because those guys are buddies. And then we got a, a women's title match, which is Deanna Perrazzo against uh, Tennille Dashwood. Oof. So that'll be a good match, too. I love Tennille. She was so hot. <laughs> and I, then, loved her, I loved her back in WWE as Emma. Yeah, well, she's really built a nice character in Impact. And that Deanna Perrazzo is pretty good, too. So Yeah, she is. So that should be a really good match. Uh, uh, ju- just a side note is uh, my love for Australian women came from Emma. Oh, she's nice. Austral- also Australian, and she trained with Lance Storm. Well, so, no wonder she's good. That's right. Um, our um, <clears throat> next match is Finn and Juice against the Good Brothers for the Impact Tag Titles. Ooh, Finn and Juice. And then the match that oh sorry go ahead. What's what's uh what's up with Finn and Juice? Do you, do we know any anything that's going on with Finn and Juice? Are they gonna stay in the states or are they gonna still be in New Japan? Um, I think that they're gonna stay in the states. I had heard that. Um. Well, I know that New Japan had been doing some like pre-recordings. Mm-hmm. On some stuff, so I don't know if maybe a couple of those matches that um, David Finley did for the New Japan Cup were pre-recorded or not. Okay, because I don't know what travel restrictions still are for outside the states. Um, but I mean, they won the titles a while ago, right? Yeah, like over a month ago. Yeah, so I mean, I guess they could have went back to Japan. And then come back, but I don't know if you have to be in quarantine for a couple of weeks. I know um, my wife is friends with a girl who is doing um, some work in Canada, and she had to quarantine in a hotel room for two weeks. But I don't know if that's just Canada's rules or what. Yeah. So I don't know. Nobody knows don't. yet. 
Yeah, so I guess we'll see going forward. Um, I'd say if they keep the titles, that Finn and Juice are staying in the States. Yeah, I would assume so. And then the match that sold this pay-per-view months ago. Title versus title. The Impact Champion, Rich Swan versus the AEW Champion, the God of Wrestling, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Well, we both know where that's going. We know that Kenny Omega is going to become Impact World Champion and AEW Champion because he's still AAA Champion. Yep. Oh, also, side note on that match, Mauro Ranallo is going to be on the mic on commentary for that. And if you don't know who that is, he used to be the lead commentator for NXT. Oh. So he was the Mamma Mia guy. Really? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, because I was super disappointed when he wasn't on NXT anymore because I, li- I think he's excellent. He's definitely in my top ten commentary guys. Yeah? Oh, yeah, easily. Not, um, I mean, obviously we know who who your number one is, right? Negative one, right? Oh, he might be an honorable mention. He's he's be quiet, he's, Excalibur. <laughs> he's super young, so he's got time to uh, really hone his commentary skills. So, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see going forward. But shut up, be quiet, Excalibur. <laughs> That should be uh should be a good pay per view. Yeah, it should be. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited for us to talk about it next uh you know, in the weeks coming forward, so Yeah. Yeah. It should be should be very, very interesting. Now how much is that pay per view? Do we know? Do you know? Um let me see if I can find I it. Is that going to be a fight? I think so. Order here. Okay, let me click on that. Well, it, when I clicked on the Twitter um, link, it says order here. It took me to fight, and it says it starts in one day, 11 hours, 17 minutes, and it says buy for thirty nine ninety nine. Forty dollars. Forty dollars for history in the making. Hmm. So, what are you doing tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think it'd be good. Might have to uh, to order it and just sit in your car outside your apartment, right? <laughs> watch yeah. It on, watch it on the iPad. Yeah, I might have to. I'll just trick the wife into watching some marathon about some gossip, and then uh, I'll just watch on the iPad, and I'll keep one earplug out, and if she says something, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's really tempting, 40 bucks to see that pay-per-view. Super tempting. It is, it is. Super tempting. Like, I know it's a school night, but, I mean, it might be worth it. Hey, that's all right. Just tell your mom you don't want to go to school tomorrow. That's right. No, mom, I'm tired. Well, you shouldn't have stayed up and watched that wrestling. 
I've heard that one before. Yep. Yep. So, unless you have anything else, Matty Ice, I think, I think that's it for this week. I do have a question for you, though. Hit me with it. Have you watched any of the new NWA Power? No, because it's um, it costs. Oh, it's, really? It's um, it's four bucks for like three episodes, I think. Oh, that you know what? That's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. That's so such a huge disappointment. So it's not on YouTube anymore, and it's on Fight. But yeah, you gotta do the. You gotta pay to play. Yeah, it's like a subscription kind of thing, which kind of stinks because I'd rather just pay like fifteen bucks and then you let me watch all your episodes. Right. Um. So I. So I follow them on Twitter so I can try to get as much info from them as possible. I'm just kind of wondering on how how their shows are doing and whatnot. So that was my big question. Yeah. But obviously we can't watch it because we're not going to pay $4 for the content. When we have the Fight Network, which is free, and it has all that stuff. And then we have... um, uh, What's the other one that we were watching now? Um, not Hulu. Uh, oh, Peacock. Well, Peacock, but not Peacock. But uh, what's the other one that we were watching? It has the um the independent oh. wrestling channel. Um, I can't Pluto. think of the Pluto TV. Thank you, and, Pluto. And, and and Roku has uh, New Japan. So yeah. So, so all that's all that content for free. Why do we pay for subscriptions? But it is NWA, and they were putting on a really good show, really good product. So they got a lot of decent names in there, possibly. But I think there's only like two names signed, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not for sure. So Nick Aldis and Thunder Rosa. But um. Uh, Chris Masters, his name is now Chris Adams. He is a um, national champ, so. Okay. And he's paired with Nick Aldis, so. So I do know that, so. What would you think if uh, Chris Adams, which I don't really agree with that name, but it is what it is. Um, Chris Adams versus The Machine. Nope, don't like it. Don't like it? No, I, I think Brian Cage is way too athletic for him. Okay. I think he'd be limited to what he could do. Okay. Just my opinion. I was just thinking size-wise, you know? Yeah, I know what you were saying. Maybe. So, I'd so, still watch it. Yeah. It's Brian Cage. That's right. The machine. Yeah. Well... So. That's all we got, right? Yeah, I think so for now. I mean, um, I mean, it's it's been a hectic week for me. I haven't uh, really been able to watch too much wrestling, so um, sorry about my my input. I'm very limited on my wrestling this week, so that's all right. Um, hopefully, next week turns out better for me. So, yeah, for sure. So, um, go ahead and send us out. 
All right. So uh, remember to always wear a mask, watch your distance, and wash your hands. We're out. Later. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. Hot Hot tag tag out. out!